Welcome, welcome. Hello to you all. Start again another episode of the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Last night, Grand Rapids Gold basketball game. Been a while since I've uh, done a game. A couple of weeks. sit down courtside and ready to go. And, um, <clears throat> this dude next to me, the, uh, one of the scorekeepers, he's like, Hey, uh, this might be a long night for our boys. I go, oh, yeah, what's, what's going on? Well, um, all year we've won four games and they've, they've only lost four games. They're out of Stockton, California. The, uh, Affiliate for the uh, uh, Sacramento Kings. And uh, it isn't often that you can kind of like just look at the, the players and, and then just say, oh, oh yeah, we're in trouble. But they got three guys that are like seven feet tall on that team. Now, they can't really, uh, those, those seven footers, <clears throat> they're not that uh, effective offensively, but you know, we're vastly undersized compared to these dudes. So our little buddies try to work inside and these gigantic men just start swinging their arms wildly. It's nearly impossible. So that came back to haunt the boys. In fact, at the end of the game, we were being beaten so badly that the other team had the ball and their guy dribbled down the court slowly, stopped, and just held onto the ball. I've never seen this in my life where they just ran out the clock. There was like 35 seconds left and he just stand there holding onto it and no one, everyone was just standing there waiting for the time to run out. And then the 24-second shot clock went off. And then he gives the ball to the referee. And the referee hands it to our guy to inbound it. He inbounds it. Our guy stands there and holds it for the rest of the game. To the horn goes off. So it was, I don't know, it was like a mercy uh, take a knee, I guess. Oh, bad. Oh, shit. And it's, uh, it's remarkable because we were hanging with them for like the first half. Doing okay. Uh, scrappy. And, and, and they, they weren't that great either. So, uh, at the half, you know, it was a reasonably cl- uh, close game. But then these guys just kind of like, like our, our guys got like pooped or something. Or wore out. And, uh, and you kind of expect that, expected that because they just kind of, they got tired. They got tired. They had one dude on their team though. It, it doesn't matter. I forget who he is. All you need to know is that, do you remember that, uh, Chappelle bit, uh, the one where Charlie Murphy is telling the story about uh, uh, the basketball game with Prince and the revolution. One of the funniest things ever. 
You know, that's the same, uh, 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 I guess, um, bit of content similar to like, uh, Charlie Murphy and, uh, and, uh, Rick James. <laughs> so the dude on their team looked like Chappelle playing Prince and Stockton uh, has purple in the, <laughs> in their jerseys. And I could not, um, I could not, uh, place it throughout the whole game. I'm like watching this guy move. And with about five minutes left in the game, I leaned to Phil, my guy to my right. And I go, Hey man, you ever see that Chappelle? I said, you ever see that bit? Yeah. I go, well, he looks like Chappelle playing Prince. He had like this long hair and was like, had curls in it. And so this guy goes on a tear. He scores like eight points in the last five minutes. And I don't know what the fuck his name is. PJ Stevens. Who, who knows? That's not his name. So he'd score. I go, PJ Stevens. Blouses. It, <laughs> every time the fucker scored, I'd say blouses. Some of you, in fact, I would say the majority of you don't get that reference. I see at least two of you do. Tyler gets it. Chris gets it. But... So, all right, awesome. And they play again tonight. So my man Phil is going to actually lift the clip where Chappelle playing Prince says blouses. Well, hell, I could just do it. But so he can play the drop every time the guy scores. Chris says, did they make pancakes for the gold after the game? Yeah, that's that's one of the funnier things ever. The only thing that makes that's funnier than uh, uh, Prince in the Revolution taking on Charlie Murphy and Donnell Rawlings in basketball is I'm Rick James, bitch. So awesome. Other than that, it was great. I, I have I actually love those games. Um, it, it it really is a good time. The kids have a ball. It's it's affordable. Yes, they lost, but it's an event. It is an event. Welcome to you all. I am so glad you are here. My God, where I live. Holy shit! In West Michigan. Let me just get to the story, but it's happened again. Black History Month, one year ago, there were numerous examples in the U.S. of people saying, hey, It's Black History Month. And then, for some reason, we cannot be sure what. uh, The menu at whatever establishment would be hey, in in order, and since we're celebrating black people, uh, we're serving black people food. 
fried chicken, and watermelon. Now, if this had never, ever happened before in history, then perhaps you could get a pass. Perhaps. But it's so bad. I mean, when we were growing up in in grade school, when uh, racism was encouraged, that's what we'd say. We'd say, yeah, what are you, eating watermelon? What are you, a black guy? <laughs> Stupid shit like that. We used to play smear the queer in school. And then when we'd all pile on on the queer in the game, smear the queer, we would yell, N-word pile. And then some of the people that are on the playground, the adults watching, they go, hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh, we're sorry. We shouldn't say that word. No, no, no. The word's fine. Just, just get off of them. You're killing them. It should be to a point now where food being served for Black History Month and saying, hey, yeah, here's some black people food. We should be smarter than that now. These things keep occurring. Because they keep happening all over the place. It becomes a story. And then people read the story. They understand. This is not good. This upsets people. It's just cringe. It's cringeworthy. It's like, oh, fuck. Every moment that we take a step closer towards, all right, uh, no division between White folks and black folks. Someone fucks up and does something like this. And it makes it that much harder. It just it just prolongs the unity. Unity! You know? Fuck. The local high school, one of the local ones, full of white people. In fact, I'm... Uh, I don't know if I'm 100% right on this, but I would say Grand Rapids Christian is 99% white people, maybe 100% white people. They're in deep shit. Fuck. I cannot believe the thing that I make fun of every year at this time of year during Black History Month. Happened right here. Well, no, I, I actually I can believe it because I've told you before, I am surrounded by the honkiest of honkies. Horrible. Grand Rapids Christian Schools apologizing for a school lunch yesterday, meant to honor Black History Month. Its original lunch menu posted online listed a, quote, Black History Month lunch. Say it with me now. Fried chicken. 
collard greens, mac and cheese, cornbread, and banana pudding. The students who have so much more sense than the school administrators barked about this to to them. Okay, now pause right there. I can't say that that school is racist. I can't say that there was any intention to be racist or anything like that. Nothing. I, I, I would not go that far. But I will say the level of tone deaf is almost as insulting. What the fuck? How? How can you not be aware of how ridiculous that is? You can't say, yeah, here's food black seat. You just can't do it. What the fuck? How is the guy who sits in a room above his garage screaming and yelling and saying nasty words all day long, telling uh, well-educated people that they're fucking morons for putting together a Black History Month uh, honor of fried... Yeah, eat some... uh, Let's celebrate Black History. Eat some fried chicken. My God, this has been going on for decades. Remember Fuzzy Zeller, the golfer? Uh, He won the, um, uh, what do you call it? Fucking Tiger Woods won the Masters or was winning the Masters like his uh, first time he won it. You know, Tiger was a great story. First three rounds, he was like lighting up the world. And uh, it was clear he was going to win the fucking thing. And they go up to Fuzzy Zeller, say, hey, Fuzzy, uh, uh, tough to battle back. What do you think about Tiger Woods? Uh, and he goes, yeah, well, I guess because the winner of the Masters the next year gets to pick the meal. Okay. Uh, so if he wins the Masters next year, they're going to sit down and have the meal. Well, yeah, I guess next year's meal is going to be fried chicken and watermelon and black eyed peas. <laughs> Storms off. I mean, fuck me, you asshole. So now the students are bitching to the administrators. The school said, all right, we got to do something. Let's change the lunch menu where it says Black History Month lunch. We'll fix this. We're just going to write soul food. I think, again, you might just be stupid. It might not be, we're being racist. We're not, I I actually don't believe that they're trying to, that they're trying to insult them. They just can't get out of their own way. And I don't know how, because this keeps happening as the years pass on and it never works out. People always get, get pissed off. And you're leading a school? Jesus, I don't, I don't think calling it the soul food lunch. Here's what the black seat is going to make it any better. Would you please Grand Rapids Christian, maybe, uh, uh, next time ask some of the wiser people associated with the school, you know, the young students or better yet, 
uh, hire a black guy and ask the black guy. I would love to see the roster of teachers at Grand Rapids Christian. And if I see one black face, they should probably, it's okay to go, hey, look, um, this is what we're thinking about for the menu. You as a black person, is this offensive? And they're going to go, fuck yes, it's offensive. And then they go, oh, you're right. Um, Sorry about that. And then they've learned and they haven't made assholes of themselves. What a bunch of fucking morons. This all started uh, because the students, again, they complained. None of the parents complained. See, the young people always get shit. But I'm telling you, they're smarter than old people. Superintendent Tom DeJong apologized in a letter to parents. Saying that the school has a responsibility to celebrate a variety of cultures. So it wanted to serve an authentic soul food lunch. Yeah, we know. We we know. You're you're just you're making it worse. You're making it worse. Don't explain what you were thinking. That doesn't matter. All you need to do is say, we're sorry. In the future, we will talk to black people and young people who are smarter than us old white people when discussing things like this and making decisions. We are sorry. Although the tradition was recently paused during the pandemic due to food service regulations over the recent years, Grand Rapids, this is still the quote, Grand Rapids Christian High School has partnered with a variety of community members to serve an authentic soul food lunch. I guarantee you none of those quote unquote community members are black. DeJong said in an effort to continue this tradition of celebration. What? Our food service department reached out to an executive chef, Xavier Yamarillo, as a partner for this year's celebration. Who the fuck is Xavier Yamarillo? You can look that one up. Oh. So are they blaming Xavier? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to pass the buck by saying, yeah, it was this guy's idea. Sure. Blame the Mexican dude. Quote, we recognize that the initial publication of the meal had a negative impact on our community. And for this, we are sorry, DeJong added. As a staff, we humbly commit to continuing to learn and grow in this area as we seek to produce culturally competent students. Who are prepared for lives of service to Christ. You know, that sounds about right. Pass the buck. Work in Christ. And 
then that's perfect because where I live, nine times out of 10, they're going to be working to serve Christ, but they're going to be extremely judgmental to people that don't look like them. You know what that's called? Hijacking Christianity. We're Christians, sort of. <laughs> Come on. We are committing. We are committed to continuing to meet with and listen to our staff and students as we seek to build and further strengthen an environment that is welcoming to all. But you can't serve fried chicken on Black History Month and say, "Let's honor the black people and give them." And you guys eat fried chicken. And then say that uh, uh, we're service to Christ and we're trying to strengthen an environment that is welcoming to all. Can you imagine if uh, if you're a teacher there and you come out as gay? Oh, God, are you fired? I would argue that not welcoming to all. DeJong also said the school wanted to acknowledge and uplift the voices of students I want to acknowledge and uplift the voices of students who express their concerns, saying it's challenging us as a school community to always be alert. Too little, too late. You should have been alert uh, two decades ago. And to intentionally think about and address how all aspects of our community, including menu items, may feed into stereotypes that do not create the sense of inclusiveness, belonging, and culture we espouse to achieve as a Christian school community, he added. Oh boy. Careful where you send your kids. Fuck me. Let's go back in time to some of your comments. Amanda, this stands out with it sounds like the menu from Christmas in Hollis. It's Christmas times. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Something, 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 macaroni and cheese. Yes. Kenny says, that's racist. Stevie says, oh yeah, I saw the story. Yikes. Maureen says cringeworthy. Chris says, just how fucking stupid can you be? Megan is here. Hello to you. Tyler says the menu could have been worse. Uh, Yeah, I guess it could. Who cut the cheese says, where's the grape Kool-Aid? A lot of these things I didn't know have a black stereotype. Like I had never heard that. Holy shit. Sam the Jew says, well, I hope you can enjoy. I hope you can enjoy lot. Do I say latkes? Latkes? Brisket and locks during Hanukkah. You can even call it Jew food. Um, on the renaming it soul food. Chris writes, that's not fixing it. Tyler says, hey, guys, let's fix this. We'll rename it random food that has nothing to do with Black History Month. 
Stevie says these educators need to take diversity training like now. I, I'm surprised at this. Well, I'm not, but it's it's it make it's flabbergasting. That that of all the people that 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 can read and deduce and scrutinize, they can't like understand the problem here. Who cut the cheese says Catholic Central is more diversive. Uh, that would be saying something. There is a faculty and staff section on the Grand Rapids Christian School website. But it's protected by a login wall. Maureen says when my two younger boys who are uh, half black were in high school, we found watermelons busted in our driveway one morning. I took that as a racist prank. Correct. Stevie says, I just checked the school's website. No pictures of the faculty or staff. Mediocrity made easy, writes, it sounds like the students are already culturally sensitive. Maybe the faculty should work on themselves. Exactly. (laughs) Chris says, what did they serve for Pride Month? Oh, yeah. Every kid's going to get like a big fucking sausage on their plate. Maureen says, didn't the Pope recently say it was okay to be gay? Yeah, you got to be careful with Pope Francis. Take it from me, a Catholic. You're going to get one day he'll say that. And the next day he'll say something opposite. There is some real inconsistencies. People hear what they want to hear when it comes to the Catholics. But uh, make no mistake, uh, your old pal Eric Zane is in a real conundrum right now with his beloved Catholic Church. Uh, That is, in fact, keeping him from going. And it has to do with uh, that exact thing. I'm very concerned about the idea that um, Catholics are saying that gay people are committing a sin. So that is not jiving right now with uh, your old pal Eric or your old pal, the Queen of the Forest. Um, all right. I would call them on the podcast. But that could have um, far-reaching effects in the negative way for your old pal Eric Zane. So I don't want to do that. I'll just roast him here and be done with it. Shame on you, Grand Rapids Christian. Uh, there, There is no... There is no excuse for that. Oh my God. Absolutely ridiculous. You need to apologize. You need to apologize to black people that go to your school individually. If there are any. 
Holy shit, what an embarrassment. Fucking idiots. Okay. Saturday, 3 p.m., the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast takes place. Never done it at this time, but we are, I'm so damn busy with athletics, uh, uh, doing the PA for basketball and hockey. It's like, holy shit, we don't have any time, Ben. This is, um, this period of time is the most busy I am all year and part of March. And then it starts to ease up. So Ben and Eric, 3 p.m. If you uh, have not received a link ever on Patreon to be part of the live show, the live stream, and you are on Patreon, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I will uh, put you in the right place so that you can be part of the show. And don't be shy. Some people, it's tough to get people to go, uh, to actually go online and and do it and be part of it because they're like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't know anybody. Ah, We'll make you feel very comfortable. Don't worry. Um, Occasionally, we'll get somebody new on there and... uh, right afterwards you're like oh you're right that was so much fun so ben and i doing the show much different than this i mean my god i'm alone talking to dogs in a camera but um all right so there you go all you have to do is sign up on patreon for those of you getting the show right now on facebook twitter and youtube i am going to send you on your way thank you for being here though thank you so much um, all right. Now, if you want this show uninterrupted on Twitch, download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane live, all one word, click the follow button. And then every time I go live, it'll let you know. And then boom, you can get the show as it happens every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can uh, dim the screen if you want, put the earbuds in, run it through your, uh, uh, Bluetooth, whatever. Or uh, download the audio podcast afterwards because shortly after I get done, make a couple edits, post it online to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of those things. They, it shows up there. Just search for me on your favorite podcasting app. As always, reach out to me, Eric, at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox if you want to chat. They're now gone. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Twitter at Eric Zane Show, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane Fan Page. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, a little bit more on the uh, hilarious Ben... And Jen memes. Here we are now nearly a week after the Grammys. It started to bubble under about how uh, the face that Ben Affleck was making. 
this frustrated, miserable look on his face at the Grammys. How funny that was. Video check. There he is next to Jen. That's the one that's really been all over the place. Now, I don't know why he's always miserable. It might be that he's in a setting where everybody's drinking and having a good time. I know that when I first got on the wagon, those were not places I would want to be. You find yourself bored and you're frustrated because you are so bored and you're annoyed because everybody seems to be having fun. For some reason, add alcohol And everything is more fun, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Stone cold sober in a room full of people drinking is the worst. Over time, I was able to actually um, hunker down and force myself to have fun. Because while everyone is more stupid when they're drinking... I can make myself amazingly more stupid than I already am without, without drinking. It took a lot of practice, like years worth of time before I was actually able to uh, let my guard down and, you know, basically uh, lower my education level to that of like a sixth grader. That's what you have to do. You actually have to power down to be stupid and have fun. I've mastered it because I master everything. You know that, including being humble. People like Kyler, though, who's not as powerful as I am, says this is why I'll never go sober again. So this poor son of a bitch, all he wants to do is party but he can't he's in this marriage with this devastatingly high maintenance lady his first love and he's realizing fuck man this sucks all I can do is smoke cigarettes and look pissed and it's true As soon as all the Ben Affleck shit started to bubble under with his, uh, his face at the Grammys, I, I started to kind of bounce around the internet because I, I kept seeing Ben Affleck memes. I, di- I didn't realize that this for quite some time has been a thing. But you click on any one of these that you can see right now, and my God, does he look miserable. Here, I mean, if you're standing outside of your residence having a puff with that look on your face, that is the look of a man who's so frustrated. He's going to hotbox that, that fucking uh, smoke like you wouldn't believe. Oh, my God. More pictures of him just looking miserable. Holy shit. Here's another one of them having a puff. His posture, the way the shoulders are. Oh, my God. 
Here he is wearing a mask, having a cigarette. Everywhere this guy goes, he's just got people taking pictures of him. Of him being miserable. And then they go viral. Sad Affleck. The sad Affleck meme. Guy goes on a honeymoon. He falls asleep. They take pictures of him falling asleep. Now look at how clear that picture is. Now, that picture was probably taken from like 35 miles away. Yet look at how perfect it is. The guy can't do anything. So the paparazzi are like, we don't, we don't care about him saying anything. We don't want him going bananas or losing his mind. We just want a picture of his face. So, you know, basically just uh, get in a helicopter and just aim it towards him and you're going to get a great meme. And we will pay you top dollar for these Ben Affleck memes. Well, that is fantastic. Now, I guess at that, uh, at the Grammys, there was a seat filler sitting next to these two and she is telling all Kyle writes, I think that's his normal face looking like shit. Who cut the cheese says he hates JLo. Well, that's what a lot of people are thinking, and it's, you know, I mean, I could understand that. He's so frustrated. If that's the, if that's the, um, if that's the case, this will, this will prove that the hottest woman in the world can't keep a man happy if she's a pain in the ass. As we do this show, I'm pausing because something has just happened in the chat. Similar to, we were talking earlier about teaching. Longtime listener, amazing supporter, can't drop the E out of you. Has seen and heard virtually everything I've said. And over time, I have expressed on the show. If you're aware of news and you want to talk about it. I'm already well aware. I'm saving stories. But if you just come into the chat and blurt out breaking news. Why would you do that? As far as I know, this is not the Kent drop the E at a U show. No, no. It's the Eric Zane show. And I sit down for about an hour before the show goes live and I write. I write what I want to talk about. I, uh, I read the stories. I establish my point of view. I figure out just a rough sketch of what I want to do and how I want to execute it. Your job is to enjoy it and have a good time 
maybe throw in some jokes. You know, have some fun. What you're doing right now is the equivalent of a group of people, not big, sitting around, having a conversation, and then you sprinting into the group saying, hey, I just got here. Did you talk about this thing? And we'd all be looking at each other like, wow, um, okay. In the virtual world, this just took place. It just took place. That's okay. That's okay. Because that's a very rare thing and you're excited. You're very excited. I will be getting to that story coming up. The word of the day is chill. Easy. Easy cheetah. All right. Anyway, what I was talking about, there's a chick who sat right next to uh, J-Lo and Ben. And she's loving this. She's speaking out about their experience. Now, I would play her TikTok, but, you know, she's under 25. So she sucks and she has vocal fry. So we're not going to do that. She's revealed that a Jennifer was super cute all night. Well, of course she was. And B fully knew that Ben's anguished facial expressions were being memed. So it's not like they're there. And then because like one minute after uh, people saw Affleck's face, they it started to immediately trend. It wasn't like the night ended. And then hours later, he's made aware. No, no, no. They're sitting there. She sees it and goes, look, honey, this is you. Look what they're doing again. Oh, thank you, Internet. Now, if you're J-Lo, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you do that to him? He's fucking white knuckling it every step of the way. His health is on the line. Why do you like to make this man miserable? You're torturing him. Oh my God. She actually showed the phone. JLo showed Ben Affleck the phone and was like, oh my God, honey, look at this meme circulating about you. The seed filler actually heard her say those words. And he was like, oh, God, this again. Uh, The seed filler who goes by almost Anna on TikTok explained like he knew minutes after that he was a meme. Like he knew and he also chose just not to change his expression. Well, he probably kept the expression because his fucking idiot wife is uh, is making it worse. You don't have to tell him that then. That's why when uh, Trevor Noah was doing the bit, which sucked, she goes, look motivated. She actually said, the lip reader said, she goes, look motivated. 
Who says, who tells their husband to look motivated? Motivated for what? Why would you tell him to look motivated? And what what is your face when you're motivated? Is it a big smile? It depends on what you're motivated to do. You can't just say look motivated. Look motivated about blank. The big game. Um, Job search. Sobriety. Hunger. Sex. Happiness. I don't know. Telling him to look motivated doesn't do anything. How about smile? Like he knew he also chose not to change his expression. I love how unbothered that is, this person writes. So the uh, person who was the seat filler. So I know that she was like on her phone and saw it and was like, honey, this is so funny. Look at this. And he was like, Jesus Christ. She did say that JLo and Ben were super lovey-dovey. Like their hands were always intertwined. Like, I don't know how to describe it, how to describe it, but they just were. So it wasn't like, oh my God, this is going to lead to divorce. They were cute. Give it time, man. Oh, and apparently they also, they left early and Ben like took the skirt of her dress and lifted it up too much. What? Like a prank? And Jayla was like, honey. Oh my God, is this awesome. They left early. That poor guy. Kent, thank you. I appreciate you. I was busting your balls, but I appreciate it. Who cut the cheese says, if I'm Ben, I'm saying, fuck it. Picking up the bottle and divorcing her. He's got enough money. He can get some strippers as well. I think he's trying to save his life, you know? All right. Kent is sending me the video of the story that he aggressively approached us on. I'll get to that in a second. There is news in the neighborhood. Thank you, Kent. We will talk about it now. Kenny writes, LOL, amateurs. Maureen says, I I can relate. I got a warning once very early after I started listening. Have to bite my tongue sometimes. If you have a story in your brain, more than likely, I will talk about it. If I don't, send it. Send it on an email. That's all you got to do. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, considering be motivated, Lil Ray writes, motivated to eat dat ass. Or, quote, Kenny writes, look motivated like when I told you I wanted to get back together. Jesus. Beating booze is tough. 50% of people who try it uh, fail. It's not easy. Some just fail and say, fuck it. I'm not, I am not, I'm going to stop trying. 
Everyone's different. No judging from me. All right. Sign up on Patreon if you want more podcasting. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. I'd love to have you join me on Patreon. Five or ten bucks a month. Thank you. More podcasting, including the Lost Zane recordings, the Zane Asylum, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Who Are These Zanes? And uh, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. That's 11 bonus shows per week on Patreon for just five bucks a month for the audio, ten bucks a month for the audio, the video, and the live streams. If you like it, you can convert it to a yearly for 10% less. Thank you. If you've signed up in the past, sign up again. I'll see you on Patreon. The open and the live stream of today's show brought to you by the Kent County Health Department. Talking about immunizations for your little ones. If your kids are in the school system and they do not have the immunization for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, what are you doing? All right. You can get these immunizations for your little ones for little or no cost if you qualify. Okay. For whatever reason, maybe they uh, slipped through the cracks and were not immunized. This is very, very important. Uh, if you need more information, their website is accesskent.com slash health. Accesskent.com slash health. Everything there. Thank you. Blue Frost IT. My God, if you have a, a small or medium-sized business, and you're in in West uh, Jesus, and you're in West Michigan. What you want to do? If uh, your tech needs an upgrade, don't make the mistake of just you know going to the store and buying new equipment. Sit down for a free thirty minute consultation with Alan from Blue Frost IT. He's going to do a little Q and A, find out what you do in your business to make sure that your new tech setup has the right inner workings that make them effective. You don't do this, you might buy the wrong equipment. And that's free. Alan, after he recommend, uh, makes his recommendations, you're like, yeah, okay, if you say that's what I need, let's buy it. We'll buy your stuff. He'll help you set all that up. Then he's getting into like, all right, I want to actually put it in place for you. That takes a little bit of time and effort. That's part of the service that you pay for. Uh, that is a, uh, one of the many things they do at Blue Frost IT. If your tech system's fine, it just needs to be repaired. Also reach out to Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. They also do managed IT work and um, project work. So if, let's say you're moving to a new office, you want to put new uh, wall drops in, new wiring. You can do all that stuff. 616-285-50. If it's tech-related, they can help you at Blue Frost IT. Reach out today. 616-285-50. All right. I'm waiting on the email from Kent. Something went down in the neighborhood. Something that doesn't happen in Hudsonville, Jenison. At all. I don't have it yet, so if you get it, send it my way. I'm going to hold on the story. I'm going to hold on the story until I get the video. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I have to go potty. 
All right. Hang on right there. I'm making a doctor's appointment today. My bladder always feels full. It always feels like I barely go pee. I have to get up numerous times in the night. And my flow is low. Something is amiss down there. So I am calling the doctor today. I'm not happy about this, but I'm sure it's fine. I'll take care of it. I know you guys like Eric Zane, don't you dare mess around with that. No problem. Okay. Now the story that Kent was excited about, and you know what? Uh, I saw the video when I was going pee and, um, it, it, it is, I can understand why he was excitable. So he gets a pass because he also sent me the video and that's, that's huge. Um, this is incredible. I'm not, but I can't do it right this second because I've got a guest joining me. And I haven't even really told anybody what the story is, but I will get to it. It's nuts. You're like, what, what, what? The only people who are aware are the people that were on Twitch. So no big deal. It's time to reach out to Kyle for another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle. Every week at about this time, I'd like to get him on the phone. God, I just went to type his name and I typed Let's Kill. Jesus. You'd think I'd have this ready to go. Kyle, how are you, buddy? I'm chilling, dude, like always. You on the road right now? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm driving in the rain, baby. At least it ain't snow. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's gonna be. It's, it's a complete washout for the day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, welcome in. We have another edition of Let's Kill. What's been going on in your life since the last time we spoke? Well, let me tell you this, Eric, then. Um, as always, I get tons of fans, fan mail from uh, all your listeners. And uh, they've been clamoring for, uh, um, I don't know, how much, you don't got enough time for this probably, but I feel like we've got enough content that we could probably do like a best of Kyle. You know what I mean? I think that's a great idea. <laughs> no, I don't get no fan mail or nothing. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, uh, how, hey, how's Grandma? I don't know. I haven't went back over there yet, but uh, I'm not going back over there. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> so what's happening uh, in, in your world? I mean, anything happened since last Thursday since we spoke? Yeah, I got, I got some good shit for you, Zan. Um I will say this. I want to I wanna highlight how I'm trying to evolve my game uh, to be better here. And uh, I was going to start this whole segment. I was going to uh, fucking bring up Groundhog's Day, and you were going to, like, I was going to open the exact same way I did last time. Right. And you I were going to be like, yep. 
And, be, and you were going to be like, what, dude? And I was going to act like I was in fucking the Groundhog's Day movie. Or okay. you were. Yeah, I would I was like, you know what? I was like, nobody's going to fucking get it. No, they're not. <laughs> I, w- I would have fucking hated you. I would have hung up. Evolving, baby. Evolution of Kyle, man. It's happening right in front of your eyes. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. No, I would have I would have been like, okay, fuck you. I get it. Enough. <laughs> I will say this though. Here's here's the hot story that I'm gonna lead with. Um it's it's kinda it's it's wild really, but not really when you consider uh like how old I am and like where everybody is, uh like all my friends are and stuff. But get this, right? So well I didn't it didn't completely it, it didn't completely happen like this, but it kinda did. Um so I asked one of my buddies uh, in a roundabout way, kind of like how his life was going or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm getting a divorce. And I'm like, what? Because like him and his, his lady have been together since like the end of high school. You know what I mean? Right on. So I was like, it was like crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I met with him. We, we hung out last, uh, last weekend and, you know, did the whole uh, you know, talking and sorting through or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're but trying that, to help him. That's, you know, crazy in itself. But then, then get this. Then I texted my other buddy uh, who, um, you know, we've been friends forever. And, uh, you know, he lives on the other side of the state and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I asked him, like, hey, man, how's life going? He, he goes, I'm getting a divorce, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck is going I was like, dude. So here's the deal, Isaiah. I cannot, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to ask people what the fuck's going on in their life, dude, because it just leads to disaster, and I'm the common denominator in yeah. this huge sample size. That's a terrible uh, place to be in when they, um, when, they, when they announce something heavy like that, and all you want to do is say, hey, what's going on? And then they, they drop. Uh, and, but then again, what do you want them to do? That's the only thing that they want to talk about. Right, yeah. I know, yeah, just like tons of sadness, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude. And I'm like, I, uh, yeah, you know, and you know me, I'm, well, I'm relatively awkward in those situations, so you know, I, it's always like kind of rough to figure out how to handle yourself. Well, the but thing I is, like, I was like, damn. You should, um, you should, because uh, a lot of times they'll say that, and then they don't realize this, the position you're in. So, I, you know what I would do if I were you? I would say, fuck it, and ask the questions that are juicy you need to say who cheated on who that's the first question you should say <laughs> and uh and then they're gonna they're, then they're gonna pause and if they pause it was them then they were the ones who cheated and uh so uh, you know i mean i mean if they're gonna go ahead and deal you in you know in my opinion you gotta move beyond the oh i'm just listening i'm letting you vent no bullshit you, if, if you're invested you want to know what the fuck is up. Right. I know. And of course, I mean, I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to ask those questions. Uh, you know, well, I would in yeah. round in round one or whatever. Oh. Yeah, man, I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? So anyways, I, I made a joke to the second dude. I was like, nope, dude. I was like at my funeral. I was like, people are going to get up there and be like, yeah, you know, Kyle, they're going to say some shit. I said, they're gonna be, you know, he never fucking, uh, he never asked how my life was going, which is kind of weird. Right. And I'm going to fucking, I'm going to have to pop out of that casket and be like, listen, guys, I don't got a lot of fucking time here, but 2023 was the year, dude. <laughs> I stopped fucking asking people, um, you know, mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and this is good, though, because as your kids 
uh, consume your time and your wife consumes your time, fuck your friends. They're all going to go away anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. So, yeah, you're right. Because, you know, I got like, I can count on one hand my friends. And because I'm so fucking busy. Chicks have friends. Guys don't have friends. Fuck all your friends. <laughs> I know. Seriously, I know. That's a, it's funny, too, because uh, the, the, the first guy, uh, we were hanging out, and I was like, hey, have you got a chance to hang out with some buds and, you know, shoot the shit about this? And he was like, you know, he's like, I don't really have uh, really too many friends, of no. course. I mean, yeah. he, has like three ki- he has like three kids. Exactly, so, I mean, yeah. Right, and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, dude, it is true. He was like, yeah, all, all the friends I hung out with, you know, when we were kids, like they all kind of turned into drug addicts. And okay. It was like, you know, I yeah. Really be a, be that happens that too. Theme. And I'm like, I know, dude, it's true. I was like, especially for me, like my uh, my childhood, like my parents just came, like went to work and came home and just hung out and like they didn't have any friends. So that's what I'm used to. So I'm the same right. way, dude. I just yeah. fucking go home. Friends are hey, friends are overrated, and uh, I, I don't need too many friends. Fuck that, you know? I mean, I've got a real short list. I'll take the dogs and my and my hand. That's all the friends I need. I know. It's funny, too, because it's like, uh, you know, anybody, well, your friends, uh, well, maybe not you, I guess, at this, at this point in your life, but, like, any of my friends that don't have kids, like, I always feel bad. Like, yeah, I'm like, ah, they just don't get it. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, well. They don't, they don't get it. Like, but I was like, when they have the kids, they're going to fucking get it. Yeah, Then yep. we'll be able to come full circle. Yeah, these, and then, because uh, your friends are what, in their mid-30s? Yeah. Uh, and they don't have a wife or kids. They're a lost cause. They're, you know, it's, it's fucked up. Because if they do... If they do end up getting married, they're going to be one of those guys who has a, has a kid at like 48 years old. It's going to be all fucked up. Yeah. You're you're doing it right. I couldn't imagine it. I was listening to fucking the radio the other day, and they were talking about uh, just people that are super old and have kids. Yeah. I fucking... I heard that Clint Eastwood had a kid when he was like 88. That is And I'm sick. like, why? Like, why would you... I mean, if I'm 88, dude, like I mentioned to you, I think a couple of weeks back, I'm like, I'm just popping the pills and being a crazy fucking old guy, dude. Like, you can't, you couldn't trust me to watch a kid at that point. I would be so concerned if I was a woman getting pregnant with his sperm because you know the sperm is all derpy and stupid. It's going to make a child that has every birth defect on the planet when it comes flying out of her. I know. <laughs> I know. That's like. At some point, I mean, I know, like, uh, like uh, motility or whatever you call yeah. it becomes an issue with, when you get older. I'm like, but, yeah, you think you think the quality, like, does the sperm, is it also 88 years old in terms of, like, what it has well, inside of it? You know what I mean? I know that the hormones that are made uh, by the testes that created are 88 years old. So, fucking, you got to wonder what the hell you're getting. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I know, um, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, just yeah. That that was the hot story of uh, Kyle's week, which is uh, I'm a fucking grim reaper of hope, dude. No, yeah, <laughs> it, it's true. It, it's true. But you know what's also interesting is how many of of the people that you know over time get a divorce, uh, get a divorce because a lot of the uh, my wife usually leads the charge on friends. Okay, so her girlfriends kind of they're my friends too because she was friends with them first you know but 
mo- right. most of those people are divorced. And, you oh, know, yeah. when I moved here, they were all married, and now they're all divorced, and it's fucking nuts, man. I know. It's, it's, a, it's a wild time to uh, pull the trigger on the old married. Yeah. Hi, now, how long have you been married again? It was. It, it's only been a year, right? Yeah, yeah, a little less than a year, yeah. Okay, okay, this is critical. Just keep your head down and just say yes every time. And but for the love uh, of yeah. yeah, for the love of God, don't get mad. I know. That's all you that's gotta do. The, uh, that's all. The, yeah, that's all the advice that I always get from like my dad, Sam's dad. Uh, yeah. I mean, excuse me, Blue's dad. I um, mean, all that stuff. But um, yeah, I'm still uh, at the young enough age where. Daddy puts up a fight when he needs to. Oh, and it fuck. does get me in trouble. Yeah, that, 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 you're gonna have to change that shit. You're gonna have to shut your mouth and do it. And and, know. and you know she will beat your fucking face in. <laughs> I know, and it does happen too. And uh, yeah, women are uh, they're masters of uh, of the old argument. Well, this is nothing new. Everyone yeah. supposed to knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, it, it, it is almost surprising where if I do. Uh, stand my ground or contribute to an argument or god forbid i start an argument it'll be like 10 minutes later and i'm like am i losing this right now like am i losing what the fuck's going on yeah yeah <laughs> oh man i uh, that that took a long time to get through my brain um but and by the way i uh i went i saw your wife first uh face to face for the first time at the hockey game she looks like the happiest, sweetest, most adorable, beautiful woman on the planet. I love her. She was just holding Jameson. I was like, look at you. You look so fantastic. And you tell her I said that. I'm a big fan. Oh, I will. Absolutely. I know the funny part is, too. Uh, here's another, I guess, juicy story um, that is I'm, I'm going roundabout, but it makes sense. That's all right. Um, my, uh, so my mom has, and I mentioned this before, I think, she has MS. So she has to take like a bunch of different meds all the time. And, um, doctors, they like, uh, make up. Well, I'm sure there's research behind it or whatever, but like they, they like in today's age, they just kind of like make up diseases and stuff and then prescribe you meds for it. So she, ha- she's had MS since the nineties or whatever, but like within the past couple of years, they, uh, they're like, Oh yeah, you've got this new disease called central pain syndrome. Um, which is like you're just in pain or whatever. And then like, so we got to describe you all these meds to deal with that on top of your MS meds. But these meds are going to make you a little sad, so we're going to have to give you antidepressant meds. Oh, God. But because of those ones, we're going to have to give you these other meds. Long story short, um, my mom like, belie- like believes it, and she takes all these meds, so she gets all, like at nighttime, she gets like overly tired, right? Okay. So um, she was hanging out with my dad, um, that last weekend maybe or whatever day it was and she like woke up they were sleeping on the couch and she woke up before she woke up and then like walked in i guess like walked into a chair potentially and broke her foot and so um my uh, blue was over there yesterday kind of hanging out with her because she got surgery yesterday morning and uh so she was over there hanging out with her taking care of her whatever and then Blue told me that she she was telling my mom, she was like, you know, you raised a good son. You know, he, he's a great husband for me. And, uh, you know, he takes care of me. And he's all, like all this nice stuff. And I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, 
No, you don't say none of that stuff to me in person, but I like that you're saying it to other people. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always going to be that way, and and, uh, and yeah, and and if if you ever try to like uh, say, hey, you got to say more nice stuff to me, you're going to look like such a needy dick, you know? Oh, for sure, hundred uh, percent. Okay, the Super Bowl is this weekend, Kyle. Uh, who yeah. you, who do you like? Um. Who's fucking playing? Oh, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Chiefs and oh, the dude, Eagles. I think uh, the the NFL script writers got a pretty good Super Bowl going on because I was looking at like a comparison chart and like they both have the same records. They both like score about the same amount of points. Yeah. They both about give up the same amount of points. So I think it'll be a, a relatively pretty good Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, but I will say the Chiefs have the the experience. I mean, they've been to like two or three in the past right, five right. years yep, or whatever. Yep. So I, I, bet the, I bet the Chiefs will win it. Okay. Now, here's what's interesting. Um, the script writers, you have two black quarterbacks, so that you, you're going to want the black guy to win, but they're both black. But, but, Patrick Mahomes, his dad is black, but his mom is white. And they always call him a black quarterback. But can't, first of all, can't they call him a white quarterback too? You know, that's uh, that's a solid question that you probably can't ask around yeah. you know, in certain groups of people without getting your ass I think I think they need to uh, – is the term mulatto still used? I think it is. I think that's still – that hasn't yet become a bad word. I Can we well, – I, I never heard it. What, is uh, it just like a mix? Like a mixture? Yeah, a person who is mulatto has one parent black, one parent white. Okay. So uh, Chris says he thinks it's offensive now, but I, I don't believe that. Because I, I would love Jim Nance to say, because you know how they always love to say things like Travis Kelsey and his brother. It's the first time brothers have faced off in the Super Bowl. And then they would also add, this is the first time two black people, uh, two black quarterbacks have led their teams. I want to hear, this is the first time a black has taken on a mulatto in the Super Bowl. <laughs> And then you gotta lead the fucking digital charge on there, right, dude. Right, right. You gotta start sh- like like make an article or whatever or a post and just start sharing it. Share it right to Jim Nance, dude, right. See what he said. Yeah, I mean, I say as much as you would be impressed that he is a black quarterback, we have to also say he's a white quarterback. So we can either say black power or white power when <laughs> when it, <laughs> when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's tricky. I like that, and I, I don't see any articles on that uh, in the old media right now. So we, you got to lead the fucking charge, dude. I need to backtrack because I'm being informed as we speak that mulatto is out. The new term is biracial. Uh, oh yeah, yep. There you go. Uh, Chris writes the noun mulatto is an outdated term for someone with one black parent and one white parent. The word is now considered to be offensive. Uh, Nick says the same thing. Mulatto's been gone for years. It went out about the same time as the term colored. You definitely don't want to say that either. So, all right. I stand corrected. Uh, It's the first time a black guy's taken on a biracial quarterback. Yep. Super Bowl. I I don't even know. 50-something. I think it's 57. 57. 57. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. 
Yep. So, uh, all right. This uh, either way, it's going to be great. I always love the Super Bowl. Rihanna's uh, performing at halftime. She might be one of the hottest chicks on the planet. <laughs> so that'll be good. Got the commercials. You're gonna. Uh, are you hosting anything, or is it just you and and Blue and Jameson? Yep. So here's uh, here's the other thing I was going to talk about. So today is uh, Jameson's birthday. Oh. He, he turned two. Yeah, so he's two today, which is pretty fucking awesome. And you know, we we surprised him this morning, you know, because he didn't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Although right. we've been try- we've been trying to teach him. We're like, hey, like uh, you're turning two, and uh, we you know we hold up the two fingers or whatever. So I think he's got a grasp of uh, relatively that he's two maybe. But okay. yeah, we we put a bunch of balloons in the in the living room and stuff like that, and surprised him this morning. So he's all jacked up. Yeah. But here's the thing. Blue, in her supreme innocentness, or innocentity, or whatever you would call it, <laughs> she's innocent. Um, she made a, uh, his birthday party is on Sunday, and she made it for 4 o'clock. Oh. Um, so it's Sunday from 4 to, like, uh, like the official end time or whatever, 6.30. But, um, you know, basically 6, because we're going to Rebounders and Jenison. Okay. Um, but I'm like... What, you know, once I, because you know me, I'm I'm always late to the party, even though it's my own family. Yeah, so, like I uh, I came to the realization like not that long ago that I was like, wait, you put the party at four on Sunday, but Sunday's the Super Bowl. I was like, people are gonna be leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, she, so she was like, oh fuck, dude. So she made a a post and was like, hey, if you gotta take off early, no big deal. All right. Um, but. A lot of the people that are at the party are going to head to Blue's parents' house because they're going to host a little a little shindig, a little charcuterie board action, probably some fucking meatballs. Oh, know? yeah. yeah you so got we're we're going to watch it over there. Well, meatballs, the uh, barbecue, little barbecue cocktail wieners, maybe some... Uh, oh, you, you got to have those. Yeah. Those son of a bitches, they only come out once or twice a year. Right. So, yeah, they you don't even... Them, you got to fucking rip them apart. Yeah, it's dude. like, it's like uh, the, the people that make those things, they only make them, like you said, right then. Everybody buys them all, and then those people get rich. That's how it works. You know those things. I know. Those you things, know what? That'd be a great. That'd be a great fucking case study to uh, right. understand the season, the seasonality of little tiny wieners. The fact because that the, uh, the, the company's got to be like, man, like the rest of the year they got to be like, what the fuck's going on? Right. Here? You need to walk into a place that has just the kitchen is wall to wall crock pots. You know, small. That's, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, the, you don't have too many of those events. That'd be a, another interesting thing. Uh, That'd be a, uh, probably a funny, uh, if you and I were writers on SNL, that'd be like a funny little that would, of like of how many somebody trying to bring the wieners to like a regular event or like right a on. regular dinner. And then everyone's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing, right. dude? <laughs> you can't bring those here. It's not the Super Bowl. All right, Kyle. Uh, another rip-roaring edition of Let's Kill with Kyle. I appreciate you so much. Have a good uh, time with the birthday today uh, with your son. And uh, tell Blue I said hi and happy Super Bowl. All right, hell yeah, I love you guys. Deuces. All right, see ya, deuces. Incredible. Love that guy. Man, I like how he takes the long way on some of those stories. Oh. And when I say I like it, what I mean by that is I want to strangle him. Holy shit. Okay, now on to the story that Kent dropped the E out of you was so eager to talk about.
roughly ah, one mile from my house. There was a drive-by shooting where a car drove by someone's house and opened fucking fire. Deputies are investigating this drive-by shooting. Did not injure anyone, though. Happened at 9 p.m. in the area of blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. The home was hit several times by gunfire. No one was hurt. Deputies said they found several shell casings. A small, dark-colored SUV sped away from the area afterwards, the sheriff's office said. Kent's pal lives like two doors down from where this happened. We have video of the incident. Ryan writes, shit. Did Dean forget where you live, Eric? Audio check, video check, microphone check. Okay. Obviously from someone's uh, house camera there, aimed towards the street. You can hear the car coming. Now it's going to pass in front of this driveway. And then on the right side of the screen, a couple doors down, you'll see the muzzle flashes. That's a lot of rounds. That is scary fucking shit. Looking at, uh, I'm, I'm frame by frame. See if I can get, uh, yeah, definitely an SUV. Yeah, you're, you're looking at, uh, boy, how many rounds is that? 12, 13. Yeah, at least 12. Holy shit. Man. No one hurt. All those shots go into the fucking house. Uh, Kent, uh, is this uh, video already in the hands of the cops? I'm guessing it is. This all happened last night. Motherfuck. Man, it says that audio made me jump. Ryan says, holy fuck, Marine, holy smap, holy crap, holy smap. Kenny, damn. What kind of a sick fuck does that exactly? You, um, if you're busted for that, that's gotta be attempted murder, right? I mean, your, your intention wasn't to shoot the house. It was to shoot someone. So 
I'm going to go with either young person or MAGA scum. I'm guessing I'm going to go with young person. I'm going to, I'm going to run with that one. Okay. So you're talking to the people in the home and the question is, who do you know? Who do you know that has a problem with you? I guess it could also be liberal scum. Maybe it's someone who's Maybe it's someone who's, uh, maybe the homeowner has something to do with Ottawa impact. You don't know. Wow. Um, these Whoever did this is going to get caught. They're going to get caught. Um, because you look at the time that it happened, it's, and people forget about this. Um, if we have video at the exact time, according to the uh, ring cam, and uh, I, I'm sure that they can figure that out. There's a timestamp that's on it. They then know what time exactly this happened. So then they can go ahead and the amount of time it takes them to get out onto the main thoroughfare or whatever into a spot that has higher resolution cameras, they can very easily track for several miles any vehicle that could fit that description and actually see the cars that are in the area. And then you're narrowing um, your scope of search. You're actually getting more vivid descriptions of the vehicles. Whoever did this shit is going to get caught. My God, is that bad? Thank you, Kent. I appreciate that. All right. Um, boy, I do not feel good right now. Uh, today is as soon as I get done with this, I am calling the doctor. Oh God, something is amiss. This is the second time I've complained about it in this show, but I have to go to the bathroom again. I don't know if it's all in my head, but everything's hurting. Jesus. No, not number two. Number one. Hang on. I'll be back. Oh yeah, that was great. My bladder felt like it was going to burst and I think a teaspoon of pee uh, flew out of it. Damn it. What the hell? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You can find them. uh, 231-332-6505. That's the number you call to put you on the right track to getting the correct mortgage for you. Now, let us just put this scenario in front of you. You've been paying rent. You're not sure if you could get a mortgage. Okay. By the way, I just heard, I saw a commercial with John Cena saying that if you pay rent, that, that improves your credit score now or some shit. I was like, what? Anyway, um, you get a hold of Mario. He's like, yeah, okay. Your credit's not the best. You're kind of new to this game. This is your first mortgage. You're going to get a higher interest loan because the banks don't trust you. What? Yeah, that's, but I can get you a loan. I can get you into a house. Right now, the mortgage rates are high. I'm going to get you in uh, 8.2, 7.9. 
That's kind of shitty. 30-year fixed. You get pre-approved. You make a bid. You get the house. You move in. It's yours. 15 months later, you've paid on time. Interest rates have gone down. Um, Yeah, I can get you into a 30-year fixed for 7.3. Or we can go to a 15-year for uh, 5. These are all options. And the reason why it comes up is because they want to make sure at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage that you come back as a customer again because they know that it isn't just the one. I mean, big deal. You got one customer alone. Uh, You want them to come back for more work like that. So they want to make sure that they do their diligence and do a fantastic job for you. Any state in the United States can take advantage of this with the exception of Alaska, Maine, Hawaii, and South Carolina. Call Mario when you need the loan. First mortgage, 10th mortgage, refi, getting money out of your house for uh, credit card bills, whatever. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Hello to Joe Martinez. That's right. In fact, I just got a uh, email when I was uh, taking one of my 10 urine breaks from Adam. Sends me a lot of uh, nice comments. And the, one of the things he says is screw Vredavood and how do you say it? Vredavood? Screw Vredavood and Jacobson heating and cooling. He's a fan of you, Joe Martinez, at A&E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. HVAC King of West Michigan. I love his story. When I first met Joe, well, I knew him actually at the hockey games because uh, he would go to the auctions and, and do his thing. And it was just him working out of a, a one van. Since then, we've worked very hard to spread the word and he's worked very hard uh, putting the best service out there for people. And the word has gotten around. He's been able to increase uh, his customer base because he has more employees out in the field, more equipment, more vans, more trucks, A and E heating and cooling. He employs his entire family. They're all, it's a family affair, man. He's got daughters. He's got son-in-laws. He's got his wife. He's got grandkids that are like on the ads on TV. It's a total family affair. A and E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Call those folks whenever anything goes south. All right, I want to get into the thing about the guy in Texas, the kid, 25-year-old dude. Well, you know, I mean, as as it uh when it comes to a 25-year-old criminal, I guess there are like worse things you can be. You can be uh whatever. Any type of criminal activity is is worse than what this guy did. Talking about the guy, he's actually 24, who stole the monkeys from the zoo. And I'm like, that shouldn't be that easy to do. It shouldn't be that easy to uh, get access to the monkeys. This is last week. And then and then get them. And then no one notices. No one sees them walking out of the zoo with a couple of monkeys. 
But yet, the dude pulled it off. How the fuck did he get access to where you had to be to actually get to the monkeys? And then I could just imagine uh, 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 trying to grab a monkey. It's fucking bite your eyes out. And then they found out that the dude who stole the monkeys, he also um, compromised the enclosures for other animals that then wandered out of the enclosures. I think one was some type of big cat and the other one was, I don't know, a fucking polar bear. Who knows? Well, this guy, this, that's his thing. And now that's because uh, they ended up finding the monkeys. I think a tip led them to like an abandoned house. And then the monkeys are in a closet and they're like, what the fuck? So the cops get the monkeys. Can you imagine if you're the cop? The monkeys are lucky they didn't get fucking shot. If you're the cop having to grab the monkeys. He's telling police now he's admitted it. He took them after he got them. He took them on a a train ride. So he shows up into the light rail system in Dallas with two monkeys. Now, I don't know if he was as bold to just be holding them while he's on the train or if they're in a bag and, and then, you know, I mean, there's going to be making a hell of a racket if you're on a fucking train with a bag full of monkeys. So no doubt there's video somewhere of this, you know, Davion Irvin has indicated he loves animals. And that if he is released from jail, he will steal more. Can't someone suggest to him, well, maybe you can like volunteer at like a place like Harbor Humane. I don't think you're doing the animals any favors. If you open up the uh, fucking... uh, black panther enclosure and it wanders onto the street and then someone shoots it dead remember what happened to harambe that big ape i forget the scenario there was he um my mind tells me there was a kid in the enclosure how did that one go down yeah 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 it was a kid like the little kid fell in the moat, right? This is a kid right here. He fell in the moat and then Harambe, I think, picked him up and was like uh, loving him or something like that. And then the next thing you know, someone shot the fucker in the head. May 28th, 2016, three-year-old boy visiting Cincinnati Zoo fell into the moat at the Gorilla World Habitat. Chris writes, stupid kid went in. Witnesses said they heard the child say he wanted to go into the gorilla enclosure. Well, there you go. He didn't fall in. Well, he did, but he shouldn't have been. Where the fuck are his parents? The boy then climbed a three-foot-tall fence, crawled through four feet of bushes, and then fell 15 feet into the moat of shallow water. 
Zoo officials immediately signaled the three gorillas in the habitat to return inside. Two females did so. However, the inquisitive Harambi, a 440-pound silverback, climbed down into the uh, moat to investigate the child splashing in the water. Over the next 10 minutes, Harambe became increasingly agitated and disoriented by screams of onlookers. He carried the child through the water, occasionally propping him up when he sat or pushing him down when he stood. Harambe exhibited what's known as strutting behavior, walking around with legs and arms stiffly extended to appear bigger, a bluffing move. That's what zaniacs do around food. Though uh, one with inherent danger, it's a bluffing move, though one with inherent danger should he throw or drag the boy around too roughly. Arambe then carried the boy up a ladder out of the moat onto dry land. Afraid for the boy's welfare, zoo officials made the decision to kill Harambe. Doing so with a single rifle shot. Cincinnati firefighters said the boy was between Harambe's legs when the shot was fired. Oh, fuck me. Harambe was killed one day after his 17th birthday. The boy was given a trauma assessment and transported to Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. His injuries were non-life-threatening. So that kid is now 10. I need a follow-up story. Uh, I said follow-up story. I need a follow-up story on the kid, you know? I mean, talk about a kid that authorities certainly are going to keep some surveillance on him. That type of uh, incident, it's probably right then made him into a school shooter. I would be very concerned about this three-year-old. Well, now 10-year-old going forward after that. What do you remember? That's, ugh, fuck me. What a terrible story. And what type of asshole mom and dad does that kid have that can't even keep an eye on a three-year-old? You worthless pieces of shit. Who was supervising that child? Now we've got an entire school is blown up And a dead gorilla. Son of a bitch. Maureen says animals always suffer from the acts of stupid humans. Oh, it's true. That's like the fucking moron who like uh, feeds a bear or something like that. Next thing you know, the bear is like, ah, empowered. Oh, I can just go around people. I'm not scared of them. And then boom, next thing you know, the bear's fucking dead. The cubs are like, ah, shit, I killed my mom, you fucking asshole. Well, anyway, this asshole in Texas remained jailed Tuesday on $25,000 bond. I guess it could be worse, you know? Uh, Like I indicated, he's like, yeah, I I just want to save animals. He could be into like, you know, he could be like a serial killer. Instead, he's like a serial quote unquote animal saver. I'm not the biggest fan of zoos. Make no mistake. 
but I know that we can't just go letting the animals out to wander around. And and uh, anyone who works at a zoo, they're conservation ex- uh, experts. These are animals that have been abandoned, have, have no hope for being uh, uh, living a normal life in captivity or uh, out of captivity in the wild. That's that's usually how it works, you know. My God. I mean, I've watched videos on the dodo. I just watched a video on the dodo of some lady who um, she encountered a very, very young possum. And uh, she nursed it. She actually has a a wildlife rehabilitation facility where like, you know, um, when these incidents happen, like a mom raccoon gets greased and the little ones are like squirming around, like what the fuck do we do now? They'll take him to the rehab place. And some lady who has a lot of body hair and smells like body odor, uh, and the house looks like shit and her husband's completely, uh, browbeaten into doing these things. She, she, she'll nurse these things and they're experts at it. Okay. These wildlife re- rehabilitation people are not allowed to have children. All right. This is a little known fact. Um, the government actually removes their fallopian tubes and ovaries because, uh, well, it's just the way it has to be. You don't want actual humans being raised by these animal women. Okay. So, uh, instead they become the government program of animal wildlife rehabilitators. They're everywhere. You can see them a mile away. You can smell them a mile away. You walk through mire. They got clumps of hair coming out of their arms. They got a fucking beard. They look terrible. They smell like shit. And they're getting supplies to feed the wildlife. We need them. And we need to applaud them and appreciate them for the help that they give the world. Okay? They take care of the animals. And they don't mind that they, too, live like animals. But it's okay. They won't be able to reproduce. The cycle ends. This woman rehabilitates the possum. The possum bonds with her as it grows. She tries to let the possum out into the wood, climbs in the woods, climb some trees, get used to it, introduce him back into the wildlife. She goes walking back into the house. The possum follows her. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I mean, that's fun and all, but this is clearly better. So now I'm not kidding you. She's sleeping with the possum. Like I sleep with Bruce. Um, all right. We need these people. The only other option is to let nature take its course. If the, uh, if the little animal comes to your door, wants help, you say, no, Um, You got me wrong. I'm a normal human. Down the street, there's a lady who smells like shit. We're going to bring you to her, and she is going to take care of you. That's how that works. That's kind of what this guy's doing. He's charged with six counts of animal cruelty and two counts of burglary. An attorney listed for Irvin and court records did not respond to a request for comment. No, no, no. Attorney's like, hey, I just got, this was thrown on my desk. I don't even want to help this asshole. 
Irvin told police that on the night of January 29, he waited until dark, jumped a fence to get into two onto the zoo grounds. He cut the metal mesh of an enclosure and took the two emperor tamarind monkeys. He then jumped on the train, walked to the vacant home where he said he kept the animals. The tip found Bella and Finn the day after. Multiple cats and pigeons were also in the home. In addition to dead feeder fish and fish food that had disappeared from a staff-only area of the zoo earlier in January, but wasn't... So some guy comes to feed the fish, the feeder fish, that they probably throw to the penguins or some shit, and uh, the guy's like, who took the, took the fucking fish food? And, and who took the fucking fish? The guy stole the fish that they feed the penguins because he felt bad for the fish. Meanwhile, the penguins are starving. It's fucking circle of life here is being disrupted by this asshole. Jesus. Irvin's been charged in two of the odd events over a span of several weeks at the zoo and is linked to another, police said, and... The taking of the monkeys, he faces one count of burglary and six counts of animal cruelty, three for each monkey. He also faces a burglary charge in relation to the escape of a clouded leopard named Nova. A cut was found in her enclosure. The zoo closed as the search was launched. She was found later that day wanting to get back into her habitat. Nova's like, yeah, I mean, it's nice out here. Thanks for letting me walk around, but I mean, I got... Three square meals. I get to have sex. I get to sleep where I want. It's nice, nice temperature here in Texas. Usually let me back in. Irvin told investigators he wanted to take Nova, but that she was only able to pet her or that he was only able to pet her before she got on top of her enclosure. God, I would have loved that thing to maul this guy. Wow. Wow. In the days leading up to the monkey theft, a man had been raising suspicions at the zoo, asking questions not only about moving and caring for such monkeys, but also about the clouded leopard that had escaped. Uh, they also see him entering um, entering staff buildings. Hey, what are you doing in there? After the monkeys were discovered missing, cops released a photo. And they're like, yep, we knew it, this asshole. The tip came from a caller who said multiple attendees of a church recognized the dude from the images as someone who went to frequented a vacant home owned by the church. My God, he's fucking lunatics. All right. I don't know. Rehabilitate the dude. Let him work at a wildlife uh, preserve or something like that. Make a great Disney movie down the road. My God. All right. That's that. What an idiot. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up on the Patreon bonus podcast, a bunch of football stuff. Ray J. Ray J's big idea to 50 cent. Ray J's the guy that had the sex tape with uh, Kim Kardashian. Ray J's big idea with 50 Cent. 50 Cent took a shit on Ray J's idea. And when you were growing up, 
Did your parents ever like uh, give you the business when it came to doing your homework? Or maybe you did poorly on a test and they'd threaten you with, all right, you're grounded. Give me the keys to your car. Or, uh, I don't know, whatever fucking punishment they get. No more video games. A dad in China thought he was pretty tough with what he wanted to do to his kid. He thought, you know what, son? This is tough love. The kid was so inept in gym class that there was some test that they took. I don't know if it was half physical and maybe you write down some of it, whatever. He scored 18 out of 100. The dad was fed up with that. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I got to. I got to lower the boom. I got to punish you. Okay. Wait till you hear what this guy did to his kid. How the fuck can you fuck up gym class though? I can actually relate to the dad. You got to be a real fucking loser. If you don't get an A in gym. My God. Advertise with the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you have a business or someone you know has one, reach out to me. I can put you in front of thousands of people each week. I've been doing it that way for more than four years, and it's going great. If you want information about how this works, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I have plenty of features that you can sponsor, or I can talk about you on the show. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Like... People who've done this, tag accounting, 616-301-9516. The accountant for the Eric Zane Show podcast, Troy Ginzer at tag accounting. All he wants to do is do your tax return this year. I was just talking to, um, who was it? This nice guy reached out to me on Messenger. I think his name is Clay. Yeah, Clay, God dang it. This is the conversation. He had a question for Dear Meathead. Should I continue to let my mother-in-law do my taxes or should I go to a professional? I said you should have a professional do it. Mainly my sponsor, Tag Accounting. He says, I figured you'd say that. He says, my mother-in-law used to do it for a living. She runs two businesses, so she's not the worst possible person. But she just does it on TurboTax. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't keep abreast with all the tax law code that TAG probably does. I, I said, yep, ditch it. I said, basically, she's plugging numbers into a program. You can do that. He says, well, yeah. He says, but this doesn't cost 100 bucks, and I don't have to do it, though. I said, maybe so. But you may very well be leaving money on the table. So in a sense... You're not paying that hundred bucks, but you're not getting back much more. Okay. This is not negotiable. What are you doing? Your mother-in-law doesn't want to do this shit anyway. She probably doesn't even like you because you assume everything. Good God, Clay, get it together. Call tag accounting. 616-301-9516. My advice, quit being a dumb fuck 
and call TAG, 616-301-9516. Yeah, this time of year, you all you see is marketing for accounting firms and TurboTax and this, that, and the other. And At TAG Accounting, their slogan is, don't be a dumb fuck, call TAG. 616-301-9516. Christina's going to pick it up. Say my name. Eric Zane sent me. I want Troy to do my taxes. Boom. You're done. That's all you got to do. When it comes to getting your car repaired, I want you to call upon Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. That's a mouthful. I had to work to be able to say that quickly. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Perhaps you have a hybrid or an EV. Do not take it back to the dealership. Because odds are, if it's dire enough of an issue, they will call Irvine's to get it repaired. For God's sake, 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. If you are in West Michigan... They work on every make and model of car, not just hybrids and EVs, regular old fashioned American cars and imports. The only thing they won't work on is a Volkswagen. They are a a side street called Stafford on a side street called Stafford, just a few blocks east of 131 along 44th. Longtime supporters of the show, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. We are blessed by Clay from Buffalo checking in. This is the dude I told you about recently who, when I was talking about him, I referred to him as Chris. This is the dude who found out about me, not from on the radio, but free beer and hot wings are on in Buffalo, New York. That he heard of that show. Okay. His name is Clay, but I accidentally called him Chris. He heard on that show uh, because he subscribes to the Freebird Hot Wings show subreddit about this guy, Eric Zane. Especially when it came to all of the drama about St. Gaslight. Once that happened, he saw my name being mentioned, poked around, found us right here. Here we are. Now he's a big supporter. Thank you. You are Clay, not Chris, but your username says Chris. So I'll call you either or. I'm probably going to fuck that up several times. Anyway, welcome. Kenny's telling me he's Chris, not Clay. No, that's not right. He's Clay, not Chris. His name is Clay. I know that. His name is Clay, not Chris. But his username says Chris from Buffalo. Everybody's telling me I'm wrong. The only person who's not telling me I'm wrong. Wait a minute. 
Chris says, referred to me as Clay. Real name is Chris. It's Chris? I don't know what the fuck is happening here. I could have swore I called you. Wait, now I'm now I'm confused. So you are Chris. So I was getting it backwards during all of this shit? Oh, that's fucked up. I'm thoroughly confused. I'm going to call you Chris now. Son of a bitch. This is so frustrating to me. You know what happened to me the other day? I was over at Bosco's Pub. And Jason Bennett is there. Now, don't confuse him with Jacob Bennett from Bennett Flooring Installation. All right. A week ago, while he's there, though, I introduced him to Doug. But I said, Doug, this is Jacob. It's not Jacob. It's Jason. Time passes. He says, I introduced him again, or I called him Jason. Say, all right, Jacob, because my name's Jason. And I went, oh, fucking shit. I told you that story last week. Tuesday. He comes in to eat. He's having a drink. I go, what's up, Jason? He goes, it's Jacob. I go, what? He says, you call me Jason. It's Jacob. I go, no, it's not. It's Jason. No, you're getting it backwards. So I'm like, as soon as it, I, I get that notion in my head, I start to self-doubt because I have done this one billion times before. So he lets me twist a little bit for about one minute. And then he said, it's Jason. So I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, fucking don't do that to me. Jesus. So frustrating. Well, Chris, uh, did you hear me? I went, Chris. Thank you. I got it. I can't believe that. So bad. Uh, Amy says, Eric's just going to have to call everyone. Hey, pal, or hey, buddy. Yesterday at the Y, this dude's on the, um, on one of the machines. I go, hey, man. Hey. Now I've had, I've forgotten this guy's name before. And then I I got it back, but I lost it again. So I'm like, what's up, chief? He goes, hey, Eric, how are you? Not bad, buckaroo. So anyway, what do you think about this, Eric? Oh, yeah, not bad, guy. Oh, fucking man. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. I'll see you later, pal. And uh, then I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? I keep wanting to call him Eric, believe it or not. And then he comes walking into the locker room. And then it hit me. I go, Matt, what's up, Matt? And I'm right. I know his, I know his last name, too. But Jesus, fucking embarrassing. Your asshole of the day. I'll see if you guys can predict what uh, what I'm writing down. Go ahead. 
If it wasn't these guys, it would be me after all of that bullshit. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Yeah, you nailed it. Grand Rapids Christian, assholes of the day. Kyle says, MAGA scum who shot up the house. I can't go that far yet. It's probably true, but I can't quite commit to that. Grand Rapids Christian, assholes of the day. Shame on you. That is going to do it for this version of the Eric Zane Show podcast. While I'm saving the audio, I will be calling the doctor. Something is wrong with my penis area. Ladies and gentlemen, for Daisy, for O'Neill on the floor, for Bruce over there in the chair, See you on Patreon. Bye-bye.